Sales Window. We have a brand new week and a brand new series. Mark and I want to start a brand new series today about the seven principles of staying power. And um, he's trusted me with the first week to talk to you about it. So he'll have to clarify some things that I'm sure I'll leave out. But, you know, with all of us as we're living our life, we have a lot of beginnings, don't we? We, we begin a relationship, we begin, a, we begin school, we begin a job, we begin so many things. And so many times when something's brand new and we're just starting out, it's so exciting. You know, you go to school with a brand new box of crayons when I was a kid and brand new, you know, crisp books and everything's new and crisp and exciting and you're meeting new people, you're in a new room and you have a new teacher. And then after a little while, it's not new anymore. And it's just, um, it, just kind of normal. And then after, after a while, it's a little wearisome. And by the, by the time we've been there a good while, maybe you're getting close to the end of a year, like we are so ready to be gone. And unfortunately, that's not just true in a school year. That can also be true in relationships or in our job or in a church or in a, in a marriage. And there's so many places where staying is hard. And when something's hard, we need power to do it. And and God, through his word, does speak to staying. You know, God has stayed with us when I'm sure he is weary. Um, we've been wearisome as a human race. We have tried his patience. We have, we have ex- <laughs> extended his grace, and yet he stays, and he's faithful, always there. And so he's given us a great example. And we're going to show you some principles from God's word. So um, today, I've got the verse Galatians 6, 9. And again, I would challenge you to go get your Bible and and read this very short little, uh, it's just a letter that was written by Paul the Apostle to a church at Galatia. So it's going to be relevant to you because although we're not living in the first century, um, you know, human nature and human situations seldom change. Uh, so drastically that we can't still see the application. And so uh, if you back up to the beginning of this chapter, it's talking about something that was very uh, common to everyone who would have read this letter that maybe you may not, may, maybe you're familiar with, and I'm, I'm still learning, and that is uh, growing things, uh, harvesting things that we plant. Now, in an agric- agricultural uh, day, um, everybody had to do that because everybody had to grow things. And so uh, where we live now, I know there's, um, I'm, I'm trying to grow things. I'm trying to throw, grow some fruit and, and uh, some vegetables. And I, it's an exciting thing to me. So in chapter six, we're talking about some principles of agriculture in a way, because Paul's saying, you know, uh, when you plant something, you expect to get what you planted. You don't plant one seed and expect to get a completely different type of result from what you plant from the seed you planted. So he's got some principles there. And we're going to jump in uh, about halfway through the chapter. And um, oh, let's jump in in verse 7 so we can lead up to where we're headed for verse 9. But let's look at verse 7. He says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. Let's talk about the Spirit of God. And here's our verse. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Giving up is easy to do. And we all are presented with quit now moments. I'll I'll just share one quick story with you that I've experienced in my life when I was very young. 
and had a job at a place called J.C. Penney's. I'm not sure it still exists, but it was J.C. Penney's, and I worked in the catalog department. And again, I was very young, and I was in college, but I was engaged to be married. And um, the the supervisor that hired me had a health issue, so she was gone. So her assistant was overseeing the whole uh, operation there, and so she became my boss. And um, she. Um, had a daughter about my age who had abandoned her college career to get married. And so when I got engaged uh, while I was in college and kind of was following that same track, I think she began to transfer over her frustration with her daughter over to me. And I'm a very black and white person. If you tell me do this, I'll go do that. If you tell me not to do this, I'm going to do my best not to do it. And she kind of was pulling some switcheroos on me. Like she would tell me to go do something, I'd go do it. And she'd say, no, I didn't tell you to do that. And it, it began to really frustrate me and um, to the point where I became emotional. And again, I was very young and I just, one night I just said, I just can't do this anymore. It's just too hard. I'm, I'm trying my very best and I'm, I follow instructions. That's what I do. And I, she couldn't be pleased. And so in my frustration, what I did is I just, I quit, I quit that job. And, um, I didn't get too far down the road that night before I realized that that had been a mistake and I should have stayed instead of quitting. And so, um, I tried to come back and circle back around and that job was gone. I walked away from it. I didn't get it back. Now God provided for me. I had a, another opportunity that came up, but that was a learning moment for me. Um, sometimes we get in, uh, we, we have a, even a just complaint and things get difficult where we are and it just feels like it's just time to quit. It's too hard. I can't keep going. I need to quit. But staying through those quit now moments will pay off. Now, let me very quickly say, this does not apply to someone who's in an abusive relationship. If you're, if you're in danger, if you're being uh, mistreated, or if you're in a bad situation, by, by all means, you need to abandon bad relationships. Just like Galatians, Paul was telling us in Galatians, you need to be in, in, a, in a situation where your behavior and your situation is pleasing to the Holy Spirit of God. We're following Him. So if you're in a rebellion against God, that would be a place to quit. But if you're following the Lord and you're in a situation, and maybe it's not ideal, but it's something that God has brought you to, and it gets hard and it gets frustrating, um, consider carefully before you um, accept that quit now moment and, and don't just power through it. Um, it's hard, and, and in the in the language it talks it talks about if you if you go and look at a couple of other translations, it talks about getting weary. It's not just when it's a happy occasion. It's it's staying isn't hard when it's happy. Staying is hard when it's uh, a, a situation that's um, tiresome and you're worn out and you're discouraged. And those are the times where you want to quit. I know, um, uh, just in life, there's been a joy in being here in Kansas for 30, it'll be soon 36 years. There's a joy in staying. There were many opportunities for Mark to accept a, another position in other places, many. Um, I kind of lost track, uh, but I'm so thankful that God encouraged his heart to stay, even when it was hard, and it has been hard on many occasions, but God was blessed so tremendously. So there's a great blessing for staying in the place where God has called you. And, and empowering through those difficulties because there's a blessing on it. So I hope that you'll get your Bible out, read Galatians, read the whole book, but especially focus in on chapter six and see if there isn't a special encouragement there for you in whatever you're facing in your life. So let's have a word of prayer. 
Oh, Father, thank you so much for being faithful to us. And no matter how difficult it has been for you in, in taking care of a rebellious human race, that you have been faithful and you've stayed. Uh, you didn't quit on us. And Father, you've been so good to us. Help us to be steadfast in serving you and not quit when it when it gets hard. Help us to be faithful parents and spouses and and students and teachers and whatever you've called us to in our life. Help us to be faithful to stay, even when we're presented with a quit now moment. Just give us that ability to hang in there and follow you and rely on you for the strength that we need to keep going. And I just pray for each and every person that's watching or listening today, that you would meet them in their situation, whatever it is that they're facing today. Maybe they don't even know yet what they're going to face today, but you know. And I pray that you would just walk with them and give them the strength and the wisdom that they need to um, be successful today in staying and serving you. And for those who have physical needs or financial needs, whatever those things are, I just pray that you would be strong in their life, that you would intervene and direct their steps and direct their paths and provide their needs. Please wrap your arms of love around each and every one and draw them close to you. May they feel your presence and know your love and your care for them. And we're going to thank you and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I haven't mentioned this in several days, but we would love to hear from you. You can text talk to us to 97000 and just let us know if you have a prayer request or just feedback you want to share. We would love to hear from you. And so we'll just see you next time as we go through these seven principles of staying power. We'll see you again tomorrow. God bless. Music.